You know what time it is No matter where you've been So let's do it again Listen up and let the sun shine And we've got Ghoul training Because all ghouls matter And here's Daniel, Alan, and Joe Alright, do you know what happened in about 1979 or 80? Somewhere in there A lot of things happened I mean, I know that's a broad question. <laughs> There's a lot of things that happened in 79 or 80. Was that when Reese's Pieces got really popular? No. Oh, no. No, okay. I, I think that happened way before then or after. I can't remember. But when I associate 79 or 80, uh, they, my mother and father, used to take me to the drive-in where you had the huge screen. It was just, you know, it was big screen before big screen became big screen. And they took me to see E.T. And I even at, I'm 50 years old and I still cannot spell terrestrial. <laughs> but I remember when E.T. came out and uh, that it, it did pique my interest. You mm-hmm. know, I thought it was, I thought E.T. was real. You know, I can remember people like kids dressing up as E.T. for Halloween. Yeah, E.T. was what I was getting at. Um, have you yeah. all heard that about product placement? That's when product placement became like really a, uh, a thing apparently like you're being serious right no yeah i'm being serious product placement like in in store shelves or no no in in movies and television shows and stuff like that like they wanted to use m&ms you know as the candy that et liked like cameos like cameos for m&ms sure it's called product placement (laughs) go ahead i'm sorry Sorry. Anyway, but somehow like they couldn't get permission to use M&Ms or something. I don't know. So they used Reese's Pieces, and the sales for Reese's Pieces just took off after that because E.T. liked Reese's Pieces. And so it became— It's a form of advertising. It's a form of advertising. And now those—well, Seinfeld apparently kind of perfected it, but now they pay big money to get their product into movies. Yeah, that's right. I didn't mean to derail you. Oh, you didn't. You, you didn't. You did not. I, I was just going to phone home. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you didn't. <laughs> Halloween. You know, I wanted to be ET, but I wasn't built for the ET costume. Yeah, but you are out of this world. I, I am. I am now. That's <laughs> another zinger. I was more the offensive lineman costume. That's what it was they kind of got for me, but. Uh, you know, that was my first introduction to extraterrestrial. Uh, and then uh, I can't remember. I, I probably would not recommend this movie, but I also remember I was really scared. My parents took me to see Body Snatchers, and that was an alien-type thing. I mean, I didn't sleep for two weeks. You know, I was just – I don't know if it was the Reese's Pieces or, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know what it was. But I was like seven years old. I mean, it was just horrible. But that was that E.T. and Body Snatchers was my was my first introduction to out of this world type stuff. I thought it was just us, you know. I mean, that's how I thought. But people have, you know, they think beyond that now. Pun intended. Yeah, well, I guess. yeah, beyond. Well, you know, UFOs, extraterrestrials, those sorts of things have been in the news cycle lately. Um, they were kind of starting to overtake the news cycle until um, <clears throat> the whole Israel. Hamas war mm-hmm. kind of broke up. Before that, you know how these news cycles go. Right. It's whatever's the hot topic. Just in circles. So much of a hot topic. Did you see the uh, Mexican um, alien and, and whatever their version of Congress is? Yes. And that looked like E.T. 
That looked that like, like something that they made in like a fourth grade art yeah. paper mache class. <laughs> was it like something they presented something? They something? presented this little body that they claimed was an alien body. And it did look like a little paper mache. Where'd they get it? E.T. Somebody obviously made it. But <laughs> oh. they were trying to pass it off as a real... Congressman? This, this supposed serious scientist or somebody down there mm-hmm. uh, was passing it off as this is a corpse of an alien. But anyhow... The reason we're talking about this stuff today is it's been in the news cycle, and we want to know, since it's ghoul training, I'll mention that, our Halloween episode. See the previous two Halloween episodes for further ghoulish thoughts. Um, <laughs> we we want to we talk about, you know, are there aliens? And if there are, are there any theological implications there? What are we supposed to think about that? If, mm-hmm. If you're asleep tonight, alien, uh, alien. Hey, now, don't be name calling. This is a church podcast. <laughs> if you're asleep tonight, Alan, and uh, I don't sleep a wink now. A all the things you're talking about. Little green man <laughs> walks across the the field outside your bedroom. What does that do to you? Not necessarily you, but how do you view that in religious thinking? So let. Let's think about that. Alan's looking at me like you don't really want an answer, do you? So. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about oh, today. You have to come back, come back to me on that one. Because <laughs> there's there's some folks that think, well, the, the second that an alien shows up, all religion is kaput. Doesn't matter anymore because obviously our worldviews have been all wrong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think there are significant theological implications to the idea of aliens. And uh, first, I guess. Maybe we should define terms a little bit as we're talking about aliens. I, I think in our conversation, we're really talking about super intelligent life forms from other places in the the galaxy, in, in the universe besides Earth. Um, <clears throat> I have zero problem with the idea that there could be living things on other planets, some animals, plants, um, you know, bacteria, stuff like that. I have no theological issue with that at all. But the idea that there would be super intelligent beings, I think, does create a challenge for the the Christian. Uh, even the um, you shared a, an article with us as we're preparing for this. It was good. Too. It made me think. Yeah, it's called uh, "Did Jesus Die for the Klingons" or something like that. I don't yeah. remember exactly how it was worded, but <clears throat> there was this little excerpt from it, and the, is presented kind of like a interview sort of thing, and the question is, which religion will have the toughest time reconciling aliens with its beliefs? And here's how this article, obviously not from a Christian standpoint, but how it answers it. It was from Scientific American, um, scientificamerican.com. Did Jesus save the Klingons was when we were talking about. Okay. Um, So uh, their answer to which religion will have the toughest time reconciling aliens with its beliefs is the one's that have decided that we humans are the sole focus of God's attention. The religions that see the world through that viewpoint tend to be some of the uh, Christian evangelicals. The Eastern Orthodox Church, a branch of Catholicism, also has that view. Now, I think the Eastern Orthodox would take great umbrage at the idea that they are a branch of Catholicism, but that's outside of what we're talking about. Um, And then he says, there are some people... Umbrage, he says. (laughs) What do you say? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. They would be upset by it. Okay. (laughs) Um, 
So he's showing off and big, big words, big, big words again. So <laughs> there are people, this says, that uh, who claim that if God created extraterrestrials, then there clearly would be words in the Old Testament and New Testaments, which uh, we have already found, that would have said explicitly that God created extraterrestrials. And since those words don't exist, there can't be. Well, there's nothing in the Old Testament that talks about telephones either, and telephones do seem to exist. That last statement is kind of patronizing and and ignorant, actually. But the idea that um, we, those of us who believe that mankind has a, enjoys a special favored status with God, would have difficulty with super intelligent uh, alien life forms, I think is accurate because. You're saying some religious folks would. I would. I'd have an issue with it. Um, if you, if you, if we, um, you know, if NASA or whoever discovered there's another Earth, another mm-hmm. planet somewhere, and there's people like us running around on that planet, then you'd you'd be upset about that. I think it would it would be challenging to my theology because. I believe we are created in God's image and are very special and favored as a result of that. Um, and if there were other creatures like us, that would create a whole host of issues that we would have to really wrestle with. You know, do have have they sinned? Do they need to be evangelized? Does Jesus' sacrifice apply to them as well? Do they have eternal souls uh, like we do? What what's the the nature of of all that? Um, and so, you know, my view of, of creation and what God has done with us really kind of precludes the idea that there are, I, I think we're at the top of the, um, the non-supernatural level of the creation totem pole as, as pyramid, it is. Maybe. Pyramid, Yeah, exactly. Now, I do believe there are angels and demons, so I believe there are supernatural beings that are uh, powerful and different from us. But that's a whole different, uh, different sort of but thing. But as far as intelligent species go, we're alone in the universe. I believe so. Well, and I guess you know two things. I listen to you talk is, is I think the article that Joe sent, you know, <clears throat> that the author mouse-scammed it. You know, they said, you know, okay, so if there's fifteen hundred planets, mm-hmm. so did Jesus? Does that mean Jesus had has to go to all those planets or went to all those planets and you know was crucified and I mean go through the you know that's they really got deep with that. Right. But see, for me, and, and I told you all on the front end, I think that's why people like soul training is we're authentic. You know, we're not, well, I'll speak for myself. I'm not polished. I'm not, you know, we're just us mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I told you all on the front end that I've never, it's never really captivated me one way or another. You know, I mean, I, I know I probably should be more concerned than I am about astronomy and, ex, and extraterrestrial you know, all those things, but I only, you know, know, I only cling for me what I've been exposed to. And my, some might say I'm narrow-minded, that's fine. I've been called a lot worse. Um, but Scripture, you know, Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And see, for me, that's enough. You know, that, that applies to me. You know, if, if we discover, you know, what you said, if somebody presents us with a, you know, a, a body or, you know, area 51 that has piqued my interest over there. I like all those, those mysteries and stuff. You know, if we find out that, you know, area 51 is holding, you know, a small city of, 
of people. I'm not going to, I may be like a little anxious about it. I don't want them to come out to where I live or anything like that, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be upset theologically or religiously or doctrinally. Cause I, I just, you know, my Bible that I've got, that's what I, that's what I cling to. And if God, you know, God is God. If God created, Hey, that's, he created them too. He's God. Yeah. You know, I, I'm only, you know, there's only me. I'm trying to control. I can't control anybody else. And, but it's an interesting it. thought. It, it's interesting. It yeah, it, it's interesting, but I'm not going to get worked up about it. Well, we wanted to talk about this because it has – it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems to really know what's going on. We all have our thoughts. Right. I haven't seen any evidence for any aliens. Well, I think there are things that may be beyond our understanding, things that are difficult for us to, to comprehend. You know, you've had <clears> – <throat> did you watch any of the – the congressional hearings and stuff that were about it here a couple of months ago. I saw some of the headlines. Yeah. So, you know, there are like these um, Air Force pilots and other pilots and stuff that have reported encountering vehicles that seem to maneuver in ways that are beyond, yeah. that are far beyond. They're defying physics. It, yeah, exactly. When you say vehicles, you mean like in the air, like yeah. the, these Air Force pilots and mm-hmm. people like that. Well, there was there was one of them that I saw was going uh, some super speed, and then it would go underwater, but there was no drag, and there was uh-huh. no wave, and there was no anything else, and it would come up. Right. We can't make stuff that does that that we know about. Right. But is any of that documented? I'm, well, I, I, that's, yeah, they've I, got video. I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm not being... You know, sarcastic. That's what the hearings were about, right, Daniel? Exactly, yeah. So from a sense that there's, I guess, videos and there's there's testimony, it's documented from that standpoint. Um, from the sense of have any of those things been, vehicles been found and put forward for public scrutiny? I, I don't you know, guess so. But um, <clears throat> there's at least enough people that are giving testimony and, and are saying, hey, there's, there's stuff that... Uh, we've witnessed that we can't explain. Now, I don't know that in this podcast we're going to explain everything that they have. Um, yeah, that's not our it's not our purpose. No. But throughout the history of mankind, there's been things that haven't been explained. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we get there right. where we, we understand, and there's going to be some things. I mean, God tells us we're not going to know everything. Mm-hmm. There's some things, the secret things are for him, right? Yeah, that's right. Um. Okay. Was there anything else about aliens? <laughs> or have we covered it? This might be a short episode. Well, I mean... Um, if my battery dies, it's really going to be a short it's episode. It's really going to be short. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, I would have an easier time believing that those things were technologies of that, that humans had created. Um, you know, even... I don't know. I'm willing to entertain some bizarre thoughts, but I don't think that the best explanation for those things is that they're coming from non-human origins. There seems to be a segment of the population that anything that we've never seen before, well, it's got to be alien. It's got to be an alien. Well, if you're coming from a an atheistic standpoint, then aliens are a perfectly rational explanation for things. Because if you're believing that um, life just evolved here and we're here by complete 
happenstance and chance, why wouldn't it have happened somewhere else as well? And so there's really, uh, from and from the atheistic standpoint, there's absolutely nothing special about humans. If if an atheist feels like humanity is special, it's really just because his soul is, longs to believe. But there's nothing from an atheistic standpoint that would suggest there's anything special about us. Um, that all comes from a theological standpoint. So for an atheist, yeah, why wouldn't there be aliens? They They might even long for that because there's something in us maybe that wants there to be something above us, like some— and that right there, than us. that's why it's weird to me is the folks that believe in all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how do they know we're not the most advanced? Somebody's got to be the most advanced in the universe. Always assuming aliens, that, yeah. But they always assume that we're some dummies that, you get what I'm saying? Right, right. What if we were the most advanced? That <laughs> <laughs> still blows all their stuff. But I'm with you. I don't, I think evolution, it's just a paradigm. Mm-hmm. You're either going to believe the word and believe the things that we can prove, yeah. or you're going to go out on a limb and think, well, maybe there's evolution. And if there's evolution, you just follow that chain. Maybe it's somewhere else, like you said. Right. And something that evolutionists have to really struggle with, or atheistic scientists have to struggle with, is the vast improbability of life. And even the the fine-tuning of the universe to advantage life. Like, we... We live in an extremely privileged position as humanity. Um, the The odds of us randomly having happened where we are are so staggering that that's why atheists have to create these billions and billions of years timeline is to try to imagine enough time for the odds to for the impossible to happen. Um, it's so much so that have you heard scientists talking about uh, the multiverse in a in a serious <laughs> way? Yeah, they're going straight to comic books now. Yeah, exactly. You and said multiverse, and the not, multiverse, not metaverse. Yeah, yeah, multiverse. Okay. So they would believe, basically. You ever watch the Avengers? No. It's literally out of comic books. But yes. they're starting to think about Well, I, I've seen the movies. I've been, I, my son, who was younger, we'd go to some movies. Well, so they're saying there's another Alan Jones in another dimension. Really? Isn't that cool? And then there's 30. <laughs> I don't know if all the dimensions can handle <laughs> another Alan Jones. But that's what they're saying. And it's complete. Where do they? <laughs> it's complete garbage. There's no proof. Of any of that. Now, it's a theoretical construct that's meant to deal with the, the problem of fine-tuning. The, the yeah. laws of physics are so fine-tuned to be exactly like they need to be for life to thrive. If, if there's so many things, if they were slightly different, and they could have been so many different ways, but if they were slightly different, then life just could not exist the way that, that it does. And so as scientific theorists are trying to deal with that, you uh, just like the billions of years concept, they got to create more room for chance to happen. So if this is the only universe, that's really hard to explain. But if this is one of countless universes, then sure, the odds are that in one of so many universes, then things will be finely tuned like they are here. Well, that's what they say. But no matter how many universes you have, you can't get something from nothing. Exactly. And they can't they can't figure that out. So I just... We have so much evidence for God, mm-hmm. and there's so much proof for the things that the Bible says are true, and so much proof for design. I know we've talked about it before, but 
Uh, Francis Crick, when they were discovering DNA, had to keep reminding himself, as an atheist, this is not designed. It's not designed. Because it was obviously (laughs) very designed. Yeah. But he couldn't let that come into his thoughts because he didn't believe in God. Mm Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to insist that God's not an option for explaining things, then you have to come up with some silly things to try to explain the unexplainable. I know that's a whole other episode, but, you know, evolution doesn't work. You know, uh, we cry, we laugh, we're happy, we're sad, we make choices, we have remorse, we have a conscience, we all those things. That's that's not evolution. You know, that's uh, that's emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that I'm... I know you know, but I just, and that's why I don't even, yeah, I used to, but I don't even get, you know, really spend a lot of calories thinking about atheists. You know, I should, but I mean, I'm not, they don't scare me. I'm not intimidated. I'm not, I just kind of pity them in some, in a respectful way. Um, Well, see, I I believe that that's our new Christian fight is that we need to know the gobbledygook they think, um, so we can know how to talk to them. Is that a Halloween term? Gobbledygook? Yeah. You haven't had a gobbledygook candy bar? <laughs> no. Never. I had a whatchamacallit. They're, they're disgusting. Is that That's a real thing? No. I'm I've never that. even heard of that. Okay. <laughs> I haven't either. Hey, I know my candy. I've not heard of that. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> there is another whatchamacallit. It's like yeah. thingamajig or something yeah, like whatchamacallit. that. Whatchamacallit. Yeah. No, it's not as good today as it was back in 80 or 81. Yeah. I can remember those. Yeah, uh, they're made out of less stuff. That was good stuff back in the. But anyhow, yeah, but, you need I, to know what those folks are thinking, so you know how to approach counter. them sure, and, and how to should. counter them. Oh, sure, and and yeah, it's like Doctor uh, Jeff Miller was saying the other day. Used to, um, we were teaching folks about baptism. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have to teach folks that God's real before we worry about baptism. Yeah, we're, it's 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 a further drift. And and I wanted to go back and kind of walk back just for a second. I, I you know, obviously I would never discount or or limit or restrict, you know, the importance uh <clears throat> because you have to. I mean, I have a 21-year-old and a 19-year-old and the the things they're going to encounter continually is totally different than what we've encountered, you know, from a religious standpoint uh because you have to like Jeff Miller said, you've got to know the other side, you know, I want to know what I'm up against. So it, those studies are important. Um, but I go back to, you know, the, uh, you know, even with, you mentioned the congressional hearings with UFOs and, and all those things. I can never figure out why Congress was listening to Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens and all those people with steroids and baseball. I can never figure that out years ago. So I wonder, I, uh, <laughs> how many autographs the congressman got after that. From those guys, you know I'd they're say, all baseball fans. I say zero. <laughs> I say depending on who. I bet they asked who was asking the questions. But I mean, so I don't, you know, place like you know. I guess I'm a little skeptical, you know, of our of, of politics of our government leaders on both sides. I mean, I go back to the, you know, I watched a little bit about Area 51. I've seen that people you have to have like special clearance. People get on a bus and mm-hmm. they go to work there, and then they're, you know, I'm like, what's you know, I just, you know, I'm just so over all the, all well, that Well, the government's not above um, at least making plans to uh, to mislead the public. Sure. There and, was... And all might be, and that might be intentional. Uh, there was a plan documented, and I wish I had looked this up so I would have the facts, you know, straight. So I'm, I'm working off them. of... Just make them up. Just yeah, make them up. That's okay. what we do. If we're in yeah. Congress, go ahead. There, there was... There, <laughs> there was a... a, 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 a 
government plan documented at one point in time to where they were going to uh, to fake the second coming of of Christ, you know, by projecting <laughs> Jesus in the clouds in order. I, I guess it was to create a, a hysteria, to create a, a diversion. I don't remember the, the purpose raise, of it. Raise gas prices. Raise <laughs> gas prices. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about is is the gas prices. Um, yeah, but you know, if you could do something like that, then if you needed to come along, and institute a. Um, Oh, I agree with you. Uh, a I panicky mean, martial law kind of situation. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, creating a, a, a diversion for yeah. for whatever reason. And but you know, I've got family members who they are not sure that we landed on the moon. Yeah, I have but, those family members. Yeah, too. I mean they they I mean really they'll take you to task on it. <laughs> well, we're getting out there. I'm sorry. We are. Well, that's what we're supposed to do. In this it episode. is ghoul training, and guys, if you never listened to ghoul training by this point, if you're still with us. You realize it's a little different than our normal episodes. It is. It's yeah. not so much theological. We're thinking of, you know, in the past. In the past, we did have our soul trainer, soul training players. Uh huh. Um, I forgot about that. Oh little, yeah. We did a little acting, and then that. we talked about witches and uh, zombies. I think. Did we talk about zombies? Raising from the dead. What did we? Maybe. Um, we, I remember. We that. did some some Bible ghost stories. We did some Bible ghost stories. Yeah. With. Uh, People bringing back folks from uh, from the, the other dead. side, maybe and, and maybe I'd, Jesus walking on water, and they, they thought he was a ghost. Yeah, maybe so. And Anyhow, I, that, I, I wanted you to get back to UFO, UFOs. I we got, hear, I we got like two minutes. Really? Oh, yeah, what? they don't call them UFOs anymore. They're unexplained aerial phenomenon. They're so. What's the acronym for that? U- UAPs. UAPs. Mm-hmm. UAPs. See, I hate that. Everybody's called them UFOs forever. Just keep, just call them UFOs. Yeah. I, the back to the the, the multiverse uh, or the many or the the many Earths you know, or many planets, you know, I, I hang my faith and my hat on places like Isaiah chapter forty, beginning in verse twenty one through twenty three. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundation of the earth? It is He who sits above the circle of the earth. And its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stri- who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He brings the princes the princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth useless. To me that I mean he's talking about sitting above he doesn't say circles, sitting above the circle, sitting above earth. And so that's another place for me that that's that's where my focus is, is you know, I'm focused on on God. He created everything, and I'm just going with right here. It's the old <laughs> New King James version. Yeah, I, I don't know. That the Bible is going to specifically address whether or not there are uh, aliens. It's not going to answer every question we might wonder, um, but it's it, it tells us what we need to know. Um, which is one reason I kind of think that there aren't aliens because that would create such a a crisis of faith that there's no guidance on what to do with them evangelistically because that's what we're here for is to glorify God and and to evangelize others. Um, Yeah, I really feel like there would be some guidance on... There would be at least something. Yeah. Well, and we know Jesus died for us. Mm Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what, we know that. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, and if, and if God created, you know, more, I mean, it's. I'm, <laughs> what a weird episode! I know. I'm so weird. I just, okay. I just want to submit my, you know, Let, submitted. This was Big Joe's idea. Right? This was my. Well, most of them are my idea. Yeah, uh, but this was my idea too. So anyhow, hope you enjoyed this. That's our time. My battery's about to die. <laughs> Daniel, all right, take let's us wrap home. it up. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, dear listener, for putting up with this episode <laughs> and for <laughs> letting us be a part of your uh, Halloween theological uh, thoughts. Yeah. And also, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You brought this up to us before. We may be the only Christian podcast with an annual Halloween episode. We've got to be. We've got to be. So maybe that's our claim to fame. Right. Are we going right. to do other holiday episodes? I can't remember. Did we do one for Thanksgiving once? I can't remember. I Remember no, that? I, Halloween's been it. Really, we should do one for. We'll uh, stay tuned. Maybe we'll do a. Yeah, okay. I'll stay. I'll stay right here. <laughs> we'll do a, I don't know Fourth of July episode. Right. Um, so anyway, we want to thank the elders at the South Green Street Church of Christ for making uh, ghoul training possible. And um, dear listener, hope you enjoyed this episode. Give us a, a five star rating, uh, please. And share us with your friends. <laughs> Pretty please. And until next time, keep ghoul training. Ghoul training. Because all ghouls matter. To learn more, you can email us at soultrainingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can write to us, P.O. Box 503, Glasgow, Kentucky, 42142. That's soul training.